We have a Patreon that I'm very excited about, and we have a patron that I'm going to give a shout out to in a second. But I've added two tiers to the Patreon, one at the dollar level and one at the $10 level, which is limited to 30 people because they will be receiving a limited edition print commemorating the early support for the show. I mean, it's going to just be implied. It's not like a plaque that says, hey, thank you for supporting the show early. It's a, it's a drawing that I'm working on. But I want to give a special shout out to our first patron, Tony Irons. And like I promised, I'm going to go just off of his name, <clears throat> even though I know what kind of artwork and what kind of artist he is, and say that Tony Irons sounds like somebody that makes big metal sculptures for Burning Man and really lives that lifestyle off of his father's money because he happens to also be Jeremy Irons's son. So that's what I'm doing with the shout outs. I hope that's not underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I am your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest is another easy name to say, Nico Hernandez, because I, lo- I speak Spanish. Oh, you, you, you've already told me you've got your own problems with the name. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, get, I, I understand. We don't have to go into it. No, but no, it's no. like being a smith. Of, uh, of of being Hispanic? Is yeah, that is it is. basically the gist? It is. It basically, uh, you know, I've, I, I don't run into other people named Smith and be like, you know, I got another, I know another guy named Smith. Like, you guys, <laughs> are you guys related? Do you know? Like, but I get that question all the time is Hernandez. Like, yeah. oh, I know another Hernandez. Is that your uncle? Like, yeah, that's my uncle. You know, uh, I saw him at Christmas. <laughs> no, but, never mind know. that he's Colombian and yeah, you're Yeah, never mind that he's, you know, Guatemalan <laughs> and I'm from, you know. Yeah. Honduras or whatever. No, it, it's you know, yeah. Thanks for. Are having you me. from Honduras? No, no, no. I'm just it's just like <laughs> don't confuse people. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> now everybody's gonna be listening to you. Like, wait, how's that guy saying that? And he's from Honduras. Go yeah, back to your right. country, man. No, well, I will. Thank you for, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. No, I. Um, it's funny you mentioned just the other day. I had uh, at work my colleague was asking she was like uh, there, there was another person who got brought up whose last name was Hernandez Hernandez and she asked mm-hmm. me oh is that do you the same situation oh do you know him and I was like well that's a little you know, that's a little racist yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just really and I'm like well you know it's just like, yeah you know, it's, yeah, it yeah well we work in a very white white world I had someone mm-hmm. flex pretty hard on me and I decided not to talk about it on the show yeah but um, yeah, someone was like, uh-huh. kind of pulled a, do you know who I am on me? No, yeah, and I was no. like, oh, we're not working together. <laughs> You're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it just got weird. Yeah. But, um, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, it, I do find that like sometimes when that happens, like there's a change in the dynamic, or at least it's like a, a, a thing that you're like, oh fuck, like we're not equals in this dynamic, or you don't see that, or you know, or like it's just like it betrays something that makes you feel like very much like. <gasps> Oh, uh, this is not a warm interaction anymore. It's kind of like... A- oh, no, no. Yeah, there's... I think maybe that's the... Like, don't get me wrong. If you know, you know, you have a friend named Hernandez. I'm sure we're related. It's not like <laughs> I don't take offense to that. But no, you you really... Have, like, it, there's something about that where there's... Um, you you kind of give people just the like the bare minimum human benefit of the doubt and be like, hey, you know yeah. what? Like I I don't know you, but I'm sure you're a nice guy. Yeah. And yeah. I trust you. But then something they say or they do just kind of like like a pin in a balloon, all the yeah. air goes out of the room. You're like, oh no, yeah. like this guy's one. Yeah, and like, it, oh. yeah, and we've covered that in like that how like it's one of those things that if you address it, defensiveness. Yeah. Because like you're dealing with someone's self image of how you know. And like, mm-hmm. but I have had people tell me that like I had a, I have a Guatemalan friend and mm-hmm. I have a black friend and I was like, dude, did you hear yourself just now? Yeah. <laughs> and like texted it to me. I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you didn't even stop to read that shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're still we're we're cool. But it is one of those things where you're just like, fuck, like, even you don't notice it yourself, but I do because it's like you know the other thing is mm-hmm. like uh, oh my god, when Elian Gonzalez. Uh, do you know who that is? No, I don't. You fucking blissfully ignorant man. No, I, oh don't. My I, God. I don't. I don't know anything. <laughs> do you know who Jan? Do you, who Janet Reno is? Janet Reno. Yeah, I am not. I, you're younger know. than me, obviously. No, well, you know, yeah. I just. Um, so Janet Reno was the attorney general during Bill Clinton, and there was this big fucking thing because this woman uh-huh. <laughs> brought the kid over on a raft, uh-huh. and she died, uh-huh. and the kid was living with the families. Um, uh-huh. Obviously from Cuba. Yeah. In case <laughs> no, there, are other, like there are other millennials, you had this bullet in the chamber ready to go. And I'm like, okay. No, and then so uh, so what's it called? They um, uh-huh. so it was just big fucking drama mm-hmm. uh, all over the news. It was like national politics because Janet Reno, like there were pictures of them holding the kid, and mm-hmm. then the, I I'm assuming it was the National Guard or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they 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 dropped the military in the U.S. just yet. Mm-hmm. That we have militarized police, but not quite that. Yeah. Um, but so she, uh, like, it was just this huge scandal, mm-hmm. and it was the only thing that people knew about Cuba at the time. And yeah. I was living in Maryland, which is like very close, you know, Bethesda, Maryland, which is pretty white and wow. is pretty close to. Uh, to D- Washington D.C., yeah, so that's seen yeah. as very, you know, militant and shit like that. But yeah. like, I was yeah. tired of talking about Elian Gonzalez for oh, yeah, a yeah. very, very long time. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah. But then I catch myself doing that shit too. Like, I just had uh, my friend Sydney come in uh-huh. to to talk, and she was saying, and and I just caught myself like I was like, hey, is this? okay anymore like she was the spokeswoman yeah. for feminism <laughs> I was no, like oh, you... I'm such an asshole <laughs> yeah people all the time you were like uh, who? yeah they just kind of are the nominated spokesperson I will never forget this when I got into college I was in the um, I was in the film program and in the, my like freshman year and I'll never forget this guy named Christian and mm-hmm. who uh, I'm not gonna give you know, last names because people are like 
Google him, confirm. But we know a lot about his, his his background just by the name Christian. Like <laughs> Christian school, he's like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> no, he. Uh, I will never forget this guy because he was African American. He's very sweet, really funny. And everybody was getting to know each other, and I'd introduce him. Like, hey, my uh-huh. name is Nico. And there was this guy who was going to school with, who I will say is last name, because he's like, my name is Robbie Rodriguez. Okay. Like Robert Rodriguez, a director. And he yeah, announced yeah. himself, and he would kind of give a little bow, as in like, <laughs> you're welcome. But this guy, Christian, was very, very sweet. And uh, he made a point to tell people when they would get closer to him, he was like, hey, by the way, this is kind of awkward, but I don't want to be, like, your black friend. Yeah. Like, I'm a normal guy. Like, I like, yeah, he, was, yeah, he yeah. loved reading comic books and just doing his thing. He's like, I'm not your black friend. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I really respected that. I was like, hey, you know what? You're right, man. Don't, uh, so you unwillingly nominate yourself in the same way that I have friends who are like, what's it like living in Cali? And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're like, oh my God, like, LA, you must see, like, yeah, I saw Tom Cruise down over at the, you know, yeah, yeah. at the Super King market or whatever. Did you? No, I'm just like, people oh, assume that uh, yeah, you, yeah. you're the I, spokesperson for that, or at least did, in my family, I'm I just kind of like I did see Paris Hilton, though, when I, really I first did. moved here. <laughs> I just like, right off the plane. Yeah. I, no, almost like weeks, yeah. weeks into living here, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. she's a real person. Is she the most uh, famous person you've ever seen in real life? I would have to say probably. Yeah. Uh, I saw Kobe Jones after he won the World Cup. Oh, or really? no, he didn't win the World Cup. <laughs> oh, no. It was a fantasy. It was just the best year that they had. It was just a really good Cup. dream. Yeah, no, it was like 2002 is the best the U.S. has ever done in yeah. the, in the uh, championship. Uh-huh. Well, cool. Right. Yeah, but, uh, but that only matters to me. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It, it, it strikes the court. You find the right person. And, then and you, you know, you could tell them you see somebody like that, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Other than that, you're like, this right, is a fun know. game, though. I'm trying to think. I've also, I, I'm, I'm actually realizing that I have met more celebrities than I realized. Like, uh, I took a picture with um, John Barrowman, who mm-hmm. at the time was shooting uh, a, a Torchwood or some shit like that. It was like mm-hmm. a spinoff of Doctor Who, but he's on. He's oh, okay. he's yeah. on. Uh, he's Malcolm Merlin on Arrow, and I'm a big DC Comics oh, fan. Oh, that's cool. So, like, yeah. so I was just like, oh, yeah, I got in there before he became like something mm-hmm. that I liked even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have a special like sense of ownership over those people. You see that, you see that yeah. band, and they're doing well, and you see them releasing a new album. You're like, yeah, well, you know, I listen to them. <laughs> you're welcome, yeah. guys. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, hey. So what is your topic today? My topic? Well, I, uh, I wanted to ask you and talk about uh, escapism. Okay. Honestly, and it's kind of funny that before we started recording, you were asking me about if I play video games, and I kind of alluded a little bit to, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do, but I can't begin to tell you about how I was thinking the other day about, you know, sitting by myself, playing a video game, mm-hmm. and about how important it's been a part of my life and kind yeah, of in yeah. my upbringing, and I realized that a big part of it was I've always wanted to be someone else. Okay. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about about that and, and different, you know, there's different aspects of that, of course, why, uh-huh. whether it's, you know, you and I having a, a common thread about, you know, your upbringing, whether it's your, yeah. your, your ethnic background as well as, you know, growing up in the different areas. But I found, I found myself in my life, I've always wanted to be someone else. And okay. so I found like different avenues. But when, you know, they first started coming out with video games, I'm like, this is me. Like, this yeah. is my... Is so my way which, of escaping. Yeah, definitely. Which which is your favorite like uh, person that you've been, to speak in those terms? I think I'm also. I mean, I I, I just made you wait before we started recording. 
to f- yeah. for me to finish a game of Overwatch. So <laughs> I want context. No, I, mean, like I want context for the audience. I also play video games. Uh, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. No, I think uh, one of my biggest heroes for a really long time. Uh, and uh, in school, we would get different questions. People ask you like, "Who's your Who's your favorite artist that you really mm. respect?" I said David Blaine, and people laughed because, like, I'm serious. Okay. Like, as, like, a performance artist, rather than, a, you know, he's a magician or just, like, a weird dude. I yeah. was like, I was like, I give a lot of respect to David Blaine for his ability to kind of lose himself in the act. Yeah, And yeah. he has those crazy things where he, you know, like, encased himself in the, the huge block of ice or he stood on top of it. It's, like, and acts of endurance. Where that does kind of border on a lot. Like, I do think that mm-hmm. there is a subdivision of art that's very mm-hmm. much about that, like, sort of... Yeah. Um, you know, not to minimize it. I, I mean, or rather to elevate Blaine mm-hmm. to that level. Because yeah. there is sort of like, the, it, those feats of endurance, mm-hmm. there's a lot of overlap in performance art mm-hmm. with that, you know? No, no, definitely. And I'm not make, making the case that he's like, you know, I, Bruce Nauman, Chris Burton, David no, Blaine. Like, no, I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But he's he's an entertainer and yeah. I think his his objectives are different. But from a practice standpoint, that's not, yeah. that's not like, they're probably challenging something different. No, right? definitely. And I, I at least think and that, de- and I assure you that David Blaine thinks he's an artist. No, well, de- <laughs> he certainly does. And I think that like With at the time, like no, like at the time I was like, this is my, like, I'm, I'm all in. I'm yeah. all for that. I, well, I'm glad you, you said know. him and not like mystery or, you know, those guys from the game. Oh yeah. I'm just like, Oh, you know, VH1. you know, the pickup mm-hmm. artists. Yeah. Like my biggest hero. <laughs> No, yeah. I do think there's like and sleight of hand and all that shit. Like it is kind of mind blowing, uh, mm. and uh, it's not. There's something like kind of um, uh, con man streetwisey about it too. Like mm-hmm. to be able to to like it, like trick people with sleight of hand is pretty. It, I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I'm obviously interested in a little bit of a different kind of magic, which is like the postmodern magic, which I talk a lot about in the show. Yeah. And obviously, to people that listen to the show, not assuming that you do, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. The, the um, but I do think that they're like, I've been freaked out by tricks, and mm-hmm. then l- researched what they were, and then just been so like, just like, why the fuck did I do that? I'm not gonna learn how to do that trick. I should have no, just yeah, enjoyed yeah. the fucking magic of it, you know. No, there's a there's a certain thing where uh, I think when it comes to wanting to be, maybe not necessarily I want to like come in here and be like I want to be different. Like I, I think a big part of my life is in and later on what developed into like a, a like a lifestyle practice, a creative practice through music. Yeah, yeah. And then that changed over for a time mm-hmm. into film, and then for art for a really long time. Uh, yeah. Currently, still, I think a big part of it was being able to just. Uh, kind of step outside of your own body for a second and yeah, yeah, yeah. insert yourself into something else. And I think for a long time, I, uh, whether that's you, like I, as much as I love music for a really long time, I love, you know, like John Bonham from Led Zeppelin is my favorite drummer. I love just performing and everything, but that is, <laughs> Whoa, were you born in the fucking eighties? <laughs> no, man, that was my, that was why I started playing music. I, I saw a Chevy commercial when I was like 10 years old. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a new Chevy Silverado. This uh, this is all like sacrilege to my high school friends. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Ten years old Chevy commercial and rock and roll by Led Zeppelin was playing. I told my dad, I was like, oh, every time that commercial would come on, I'd be really excited. And I was like, yeah. I want to learn how to play the drums. So I learned how to play the drums because uh, that commercial. Oh, my parents would not fucking buy me a drum set. And then when I got myself one. Yeah. Like, uh, it ended up in a storage unit. Yeah, yeah. And it got fucking thrown the fuck out. No, no, yeah. My my mom didn't want to... My dad was... Uh, he didn't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't care, but my mom was very... Uh, she was. She did not like, you know, the devil's rock and roll, as you could put it. <laughs> no, she she was very much like, I want you to be playing music if you'd be playing, like, play it for the church or everything. But she hated ACDC uh, yeah. and Led Zeppelin just because, you know, I guess when she was growing up, she became a born-again Christian in the 90s. So I think that was a very unique time period to be, like, kind of a rejecting. Of <laughs> like, re- and also rejecting her. We're uh, all having fun out here. <laughs> I mean, like, her, she had her time, you know, in the 70s going to Santa Cruz, barefoot and everything, being a hippie. But I, my dad was a, a different story. And he would sneak me CDs of Led Zeppelin and ACDC and, and uh, you know, Queen and Sticks, yeah, And he'd yeah, just be yeah. like, don't tell your mom. Like, I want you to do this, but you need to educate yourself a little more. I wonder what kind of a strain that puts on a relationship (laughs) (laughs) to like smuggle rock and roll to a kid and just be like, hey, 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 I know your mom is cool and all, but you got to be a little bit of a punk. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like, I think my mom also wasn't one of those ones where if my mom found those CDs, of course she did. She's not like, what are you doing with these? She's just, (laughs) what are you humming, Nico? (laughs) I mean, she, you know, also if I play, it's, you have to pick the right things with them. There'll be some songs where I'm like, why do you know this? Where it's like, uh, her approved music for the time for me was uh, not only Christian music that she listened to, but I listened to a lot of Marvin Gaye. I listened okay. to a lot of souls and Whose like father shot funk him in the and disco and all this kind of. So she liked stuff like that. I think it was more the rock and roll. She was like, oh, why are they? Why is he screaming? Yeah. Oh, okay. She, so it's more the tone. It's more of an aesthetic difference as yeah, opposed yeah, to a yeah, religious. Yeah. Like, oh, like if it's not yeah. singing, you know. Yeah. So, so because I mean, you know, Marvin Gaye is kind of problematic. Too. No, of course, she was like, "Let's get it <laughs> on." Be like, yeah. oh, okay. "You're not getting anything on in this house." And that song, he, I think, I don't want to cast aspersions, but I've heard Bill Burr say that that's uh, he's a comedian. Say that that yeah, yeah. that he that he was singing that song to a fucking sixteen year old girl in the studio trying to get laid. So. <laughs> no, they every every song. I mean, what's it? Uh, Bruce Springsteen, where that song was like, "Hey, little girl." I'm like, "Let's." I defend that song. Because he's not talking to a little girl. He's talking no, to a young woman. And it's parlance. Because he's like, he's not talking to about... Yeah. He's not talking to someone... I, this has come up before. The <laughs> boss is not talking to a little okay, girl no. about her father not being there. She's talking to a young woman about her man. Yeah. Is your daddy home? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well... Yeah. No, I, I hate man. I'm he's not. not he, he's not, not saying I'll take you higher than your father. That's creepy as. I'm fuck. not here to talk about the boss, man. I'm here to talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna defend him, because yeah. So I know the last person that I said that to was relieved. No, I was, no, I yeah. But hey, it, it, I get it. Look, it's if the, the knife covered that in a song, because she's she. Uh, what's it called? The the singer. I forget her uh-huh. name. Yeah. Right. If I ever knew it, um, she she goes. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? And in the end of one of her songs, or like in one of the parts of her songs. Yeah. So you got to take down the knife, too. All right. Well, hey, 
You know, I'm all for it. It's it was my Americana when I was living abroad. That hey, album. I think I think we hit a chord USA. there. Like, Don't you talk about my favorite band. <laughs> everybody's everybody's got that. I've got, I've got. I forget. What I just I, don't want people talking bad about the boss. No, no. I got an argument with somebody years ago because they we were talking about the best era of like rock music because you're both rock fans, and then we got an argument because it came down to almost like Led Zeppelin. He was like, mm. No, it's all about it's. You stick, to, you, you stick to the first things you listen to. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but I will never wear Adidas. Ah, that's right. Because I like Nike shoes. When I was a kid, I had a pair of we're Nike on the, shoes. We're on the different sides because I, I never, like, I, whenever I, yeah. even the Air Max is maybe the one shoe that I'm like, ah, oh, that might be nice enough for me to want to wear them. Yeah. But like, but yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that also has, what sports did you play? I I didn't play any sports, man. I, yeah. I tried it. I tried a lot. I did uh, I did taekwondo as you all do. I did um, as you all do. I did a little bit of soccer. I did basketball, tennis, volleyball. I tried. I did some like independent swimming lessons, but I never took to. It. I never really learned how to swim. Yeah. I did uh, hip hop dance. Okay. I did. Uh, shoot, I did so many. Did things. you learn any life lessons in that hip hop dance class, like they do in movies? I one of the things that I did learn was uh, if you have any embarrassing photos of yourself, you need to get rid of them because one year for <laughs> Christmas, my brother took that photo and blew it up to like a twenty-four by thirty-six framed photo. Yeah. Then he gave it to my sister as if it was from me, and he signed it from me, and he said God was a Republican, and he signed my <laughs> name. He's this huge. So, no, but I, I never really took to anything like that. Music was the first thing where I was like, finally, I was like, oh, I found something that I'm good at. And how old were you? Uh, I was, that was around like 11 or 12 years old when okay. I started, when I started that. 11 and then or around, 12 year old banging on fucking drums. No, nice. I was banging on drums with my friend Chris in his, um, in his uh, What was room. your first band's name? We were called Spectrum. Okay, that's actually not too bad. That's not too bad. We wanted to, we just basically doing Jimi Hendrix covers in a room. Okay, that's actually kind of cool now. <laughs> no, but I mean, it sounds cool now, but really it's, you know, the people trying to live in a house and hear the other room like. That's not Jimi Hendrix. No, just all like, I know, just like all like the classic rock that are, you're just trying to pick up as quickly as possible because you want to be cool. I was like a raver that was into Nirvana that was, I mean, I guess I became, the raver came in a little bit later. Yeah, a little later. But fucking grunge was my shit. Like, oh yeah, growing yeah. up, the uh, I think Siamese Dream was when, in '94 when I was 14. That album dropped. Mm-hmm. I still remember the party that I was at, and, I, and they just like back then they would just put on a CD and just let it play. Oh, just let it play the oh, whole okay. way yeah. through, and it was fucking awesome. But yeah. um, just like being bad kids in some front yeah. yard that was massive in the gables. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah. So like how um, and I also like can relate to I used to play the guitar. Yeah, I played the guitar probably since I was eight. Mm-hmm. I think, on and off. Of yeah. a, you know, love hate relationship. Now it's pretty yeah. much all in love. You just looked at my guitars. No, you got it. <laughs> it it's something that you. Uh, you you always pick up these different skills and these different things you like to do, but then yeah. you never like I one some one, or one winter rather I learned how to knit because I was really bored, mm-hmm. and so occasionally I'll I just picked the needles back up like a couple months ago because I was like I want to make a beanie because I was really really bored. Yeah, and it's I something you were that I'm gonna say cold. <laughs> no, I'm just like no, I need a sweater. <laughs> it's more of a survival thing at this point, you know. Yeah. Like I need to, I need to, you know, just uh, knit yourself some clothes. Yeah, I need to knit myself a sleeve one sleeve at a time. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, playing music is the same thing. Once you, if you get it early enough and you could just, it's nice being able to pick up a guitar at somebody's house. You'd be like, yeah, yeah you know, I know the yeah, hello, yeah, old yeah, friend. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I'm actually kind of jealous of kids now because they have uh, the ability to, like, learn whatever they want on YouTube. Whereas, like, we kind of had to figure it out by listening to songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we, we were, I grew up in a pre-tabs society. Oh, yeah. That's how I learned how to play guitar. <laughs> yeah. So. As, you, as many would call it. The, I'm much The cheater better. method. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's a cheater method. I, I just was never going to fucking take the time to learn how to read music because I just didn't care. No, I never could read music. Enough. And I'm dyslexic. And it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So instead of like, I, I get confused by letters D, D and, and uh, what's the one that faces the other word? B. B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna start the to like core be like, of letters. yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, this one's just a little bit above the line. Yeah. Well, this one's on the fucking line. It was just too much for me. But I do, I, I, I do remember like, especially when I was super younger. I have a harder time. I don't know if that's something that has to do with age. Just like getting lost and playing it in like the Florida room of the house and just yeah. fucking. Yeah. That's like a den, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumpus room the rumpus room yeah the yeah. room that had like it was all glass in the back and just like playing and then passing out like just you know playing myself to sleep in the <laughs> in the back uh, yeah and it still kind of does that for me even just like doing skills sometimes can just it's like there's a meditative thing no it's it's incredibly meditative i mean i never had that you know i can't fall asleep playing the drums but yeah i know <laughs> great, good tapping it out with your hands no i i loved uh like, of course, you listen to great music and you try to just, like, close your eyes and insert yourself into that. But I think, sadly, I always never wanted to be a great drummer. I wanted to be a great singer. Okay. And so I would always listen to the bands and, like, be able to pick up very quickly. I could listen to a song and then be able to play it. Or, you know, in the early days, of course, it was very hard. I had to learn. Yeah, but yeah. Once I got into high school, I was able to listen to a song and just kind of get it. Yeah. You know, and I, and I learned how to. That's why I was able to pick up guitar because I would just memorize where my fingers went and it only took me years later to understand like what it all meant yeah. like oh this is what the key is and yeah, how to yeah, actually yeah. play so it, it felt less like this is something <clears throat> that i really was working towards being good at it felt like something that i was just good at yeah. so in that in that way it felt less like like if you ever since from a very young age where just like you could throw a baseball mm-hmm. and that's all that you can do super well and you ended up being a really great baseball player i'm sure some people would love that other people would be like yeah so what i can throw i've always (laughs) been able to throw yeah i don't find that like it's an incredible thing i just found that something i've always been good at so but in that way i i always idolize singers and i always wanted to like that's what i want to do so but what so then why drummer because that's much farther back in the on the stage no it is it's the uh you know you got to look through the other people to see the guy. I think it was, it comes down to like, well, you got to play to your strengths and what are you really good at? And I was like, well, I can. So you so, so what I was getting at is like, uh, do you sing at all or no? I do. Yeah. Okay. I like to, and I, and I've, I found it less and less frequent these days other than it's in my car or okay. I, you know, a couple of years ago would play my guitar and do like an open mic night here and there and just play. Uh huh things i love so you to, play guitar you know, i do okay yeah. but it, you know i play chords i play tabs i don't like yeah you don't know your I don't know pentatonics and, you no, know what i'm actually doing which I, i've been i've been starting yeah. to like get back into it mm-hmm. um 
and, and, and like actually like learn all of my skills and learn the fretboard as a whole mm-hmm. uh, and like learn where the notes are and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to realize that I actually did intuit a lot of like music yeah. theory. And as I'm learning it, I'm like, oh, that's why that sounds good. That's why that makes sense, you know. Uh, but it has been nice to just have like that shit explained to me. No, of course you you. So there, is there is there like a rock star fantasy element? Because I did have that, you know. Like I've never really played live in a really serious way. I've oh, never really? yeah. gigged, but there is there was always like, especially like you, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, one day I'm gonna play in front of the whole school, and the whole school is gonna think I'm playing cool. in front of the whole school, man. That is <laughs> when I played in front of the whole school. I was like, this is no. I was like, this is it. Yeah, like, yeah, I have, yeah. like I have I've found yeah, yeah. my thing. Like I, because up to that point, I was like, a girl really has to either know a lot about Dragon Ball Z <laughs> or SpongeBob SquarePants or you know, The Legend of Zelda, because that's like if they want to talk about that, I'm your guy. But yeah. up until that point, I never really felt like I was really good at. Uh, I didn't feel comfortable. Like yeah. in years, looking back years later, I was like, I was fine. Yeah, I was yeah, doing just yeah. fine, you know. But I, I, yeah, at but the time, that, I wanted. Yeah. I never could. I guess the comparison was, you know, I, I grew up in front of the TV, so I would always compare myself to you know, watching TV and movies. And you have the classic, uh, you know, like I watched, you know, Saved by the Bell, yeah. and then uh, there's a lot of Nickelodeon shows and Disney Channel and MTV, and watching a lot of these kids. You know, these 35-year-olds in high school. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. And I would compare myself in those ways to those guys. And I'm like, I got to I gotta, I gotta <laughs> play some sports. I got to be the guy in the football team. So I doing music in high school was my way of, like, I found my thing. Yeah, yeah. I found, like, because girls will always like to go see a guy be on stage. But then even that wasn't enough because I'm like, well, I don't want to be the guy in the back. Yeah, yeah. You know, hitting stuff. I want to be the guy all the way in the front, you know. So, but did you ever lead a band or no? Never, no. Okay. I think it's it's a, uh, it comes down to like, would you, like how much are you willing to risk and, and put your, to really put yeah. yourself out there? Because when it comes to it, I'm like, I have no problem you going out p- performing, but like, do I really want to be the guy on stage or do I just want, do I just enjoy the idea of being that? Yeah. And I think I yeah, enjoy the idea of it I a think lot so more. too. Yeah, I think I that have. that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. As as far as like being, uh, I just don't feel that comfortable just singing in front of people. I barely mm. feel comfortable podcasting in front of people. No, man, it's it's, it's well, you seem you're doing you're doing fine. No, because I'm doing it in my house. But I've yeah. <laughs> you've seen you were at the live one and there was like no one there. Uh, I feel comfortable recording live episodes no, <laughs> when, it's, when there's nobody sitting right in front of me watching me, expecting me to entertain them. But <laughs> I think you're fine in that podcasting isn't one of the like, well, where's the arena? Yeah, <laughs> like we yeah, need yeah. to introduce the you know, oh, live no, audience I, aspect of it. <laughs> I think that at OPAF there was I could have definitely facilitated having an audience. I think, but but yeah. I put like Bryce Bischoff's piece right in the fucking middle yeah. of the of the area that you would sit in. So it sent a pretty yeah. strong message to people <laughs> like. Eh. like yeah. Go where, wherever podcasts are sold, go go find me yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. You know. Have you ever wanted to, uh, did you ever idolize a celebrity or anybody like that when you were a kid? Actually, what I was thinking while we were talking about is like, have you had the experience, did you have the experience of like realizing that like all the media that you consumed as a kid, like you used to be like, oh, I'm I'm like this guy and I'm like, th- like or like I'm like Mad Max or I'm like this guy. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not anti-semitic but like you know when you're a kid you didn't know that especially when i was a kid yeah um but like then at one point i realized like 
oh, but no one else sees me like that because I'm not, I don't look anything like those guys. You know, like, yeah. so there's like this heroic quality, but there's a physical lack of representation, especially in 80s movies that I, yeah. that I was like, oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, but then yeah. you're just like, yeah. oh no. So like, I think that that's an interesting like escapism because I've definitely like felt that, uh, that gap, you know, of like thinking like, Oh, mm -hmm. and it goes back to that thing of like that moment where you realize uh, that someone has like a prejudice that you didn't quite that you gave them the benefit of the doubt, and then now that you see it, it's like it's kind of like a oh, all your it just it just makes you like yeah. a little uncomfortable, right? It's like mm -hmm. oh well, how deep does it go? Like what are you thinking? Like and and not, it's not from a place of like I care. It's just like a, well, if I'm not welcome here, dude, like, why am I even here, you know? No, I understand. I mean, yeah. I, I have had some experiences like that in the past. I think it's maybe a little bit of... Now, I wouldn't say at the time of self-awareness. I'm glad looking back, it definitely was. But I think at the time, it, it was definitely, obviously, being so hesitant and uh, afraid. But I, I, I kind of held myself back from situations of... You have you always have the classic example of the guy who's like, I'm the funniest guy in the office. Like, I should be a comedian. And you're like, all right, we'll go do that. Where I'm yeah, going to take yeah. you to open my go up on stage right now and let's tell some jokes and the person is not funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard a lot of um, stories from friends that I knew and their different experiences. I asked them, like, well, how did you get into music? Or how did you start performing? Mm. And they would say when it came time to perform, sometimes they get stage fright. Yeah, yeah. And I never, I never had that. Okay. But weirdly enough, I have... Uh, you got a whole kit to hide behind. Well, no, you have a... You have, <laughs> I'm not saying a kit to hide behind, but you're the loudest Giving guy there. Shit. Like, people... Yeah. People yeah. What? It's funny. I, I'll tell you this this quick story that I had this... Uh, I had this crazy issue that happened a couple of years ago where I was hanging out with some friends and I just started fainting uh -huh. out of nowhere. And it seemed like, okay, this is weird. I thought it was maybe... I was like, oh, we're hanging out by the jacuzzi and having a couple of drinks. And like, oh, well, obviously I'm dehydrated and it's hot mm -hmm. or whatever. But over the course of the week, it just kept happening where I would just be randomly just like dropping out. And you had malaria. And I, well, like obviously I have, I got rickets <laughs> or whatever, but I, I had to, I, I, I had to go to a doctor. I was like, okay, this is bad because I, I went to the beach with a couple of friends and I passed out on the beach and I like landed face first and I like, you know, had Tell to go to the hospital. Tell us what it was, man. I'm so curious. So I did. I went to the, I, I, I went to a doctor, to a cardiologist and they did some tests on me and it, where they're like, oh, you have vasovagal syncope, which is basically stage fright. Oh, when your okay. heart rate gets super high and elevated, your blood pressure will paradoxically will drop okay. and you're more prone to fainting. So they're like, do you have any problems performing? I was like, no, actually. Just, actually when I, just in social situations. I guess, I guess something <laughs> happened, whatever, in social situations or, or yeah. some weird point where that has. So I'm, now I'm really like hyper aware of that. But it's funny that all those, it was like, really? All those times when it was, okay, we're going to go out and perform. This is uh, our big shot. I never like, I didn't faint then. I'm glad I didn't, yeah. but it's it's weird that you you. Uh, but it's I, I mean I've also heard comedians say that they're, a, a uncomfortable in social situations. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's like a certain level of dominance yeah. <laughs> that you have when you have on the stage when you're on the stage. There's vulnerability as well because you can be heckled, but yeah. I, maybe with the drum set you can just be like, I can't hear you right now. <laughs> No, it's it's an it's incredibly cathartic experience, definitely, because you're you're like people don't know what's going on. You're like other than like you make a lot of faces. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm like, I, I got to get it out somehow. Yeah. No, I I, I never really did. Um, so what was what, what were? Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I I'm sorry. I, I never really put myself into those situations to because uh, uh, I felt like I'd be setting myself up for like why am I gonna go do this thing? Like why? Like people would be like, oh come, 
hang uh, out. Come hang out or do this thing where if I don't feel incredibly comfortable and I know that yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's embarrassing. I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, I don't want to be your therapist here, but I, you, you ex- going to them also helps. <laughs> no, 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 I, I know <laughs> you, that. It's called exposure. Like, the more you put yourself in that situation. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, what I, would, what I wanted to ask you was uh, about, um, so you said, like, celebrities? Yeah, did you ever idolize anybody as a kid? Well, which, which ones did you? I mean, I, I think... I probably like Bruce Willis was like maybe yeah you know like the baddest ass motherfucker growing up yeah you wanted to yeah but yeah. Uh, you know and I think that like celebrities for me I've looked at a lot at like bald men because as I was losing my hair I had yeah. to be like hey it's gonna be okay you're gonna be like Jean Luc Picard which I've talked about oh, on the yeah, show yeah. before but yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah I I mean specific celebrities that I. Uh, have looked up to I would say yeah probably uh, Sir Patrick Stewart is maybe one yeah. of them um, yeah cool and then also like I'm I, I'm not exclusively into like bald dudes <laughs> like which bald man <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know obviously when yeah. I was a kid that wasn't a priority this is more like in my 20s when I started no, yeah, to get into yeah. Star Trek and shit yeah um, or when my hair started to fall out it became more of a concern yeah but yeah what about you who, who are you Taylor Swift <laughs> No, well, well, recently. <laughs> no, I, when I was a kid, it's a weird answer. When I was a kid, I really loved, um, I loved watching action movies and kung fu movies. Okay, like which ones? And uh, there's this action star that I really like, uh, this guy named Donnie Yen. I think I, I'm, I know. He was, uh, I think a lot of. Is he a Shaw Brothers guy? Uh, I don't think I don't think so. He's in, in mainstream things these days. He was in Rogue One, the Star Wars movie. He yeah, was a guy yeah, okay, with like yeah, staff. Yeah. He's in a lot of really great uh, Chinese action films, and more famously on uh, Netflix, you can get this. There's three of them, but only the first two are good. They're called Ip Man. Okay. They're really really good. They're like uh, the guy. He's basically the guy. He plays the guy who trained Bruce Lee, and it's like a true story about during the 50s and the occupation of China during World War II mm-hmm. and all that time period. And he was, was in the this Japanese movie. were occupying, not the Americans or. That was the Japanese, right? Yeah, the Japanese were. Which I'm just so used to hear thinking America when I hear occupation. And you know what? <laughs> After this, great movie. But uh, he was in this other movie that I, I remember watching as a kid called The Iron Monkey, and uh-huh. it's basically a retelling of Robin Hood, and it's a story about like this guy steals from the rich and gives to the poor. But it's also a kung fu movie, so there's all these fantastic elements and guys like flying through the air or whatever. But they're very humble guy who is. Yeah. Uh, at first trying to stop the Iron Monkey, the Robin Hood, but then joins his side, is played by this guy, Donnie Yen. And a lot of his characters, in a weird, like, uh, I guess, irony of life, he plays a very humble guy. Mm-hmm. He's very humble, but when you put him into a corner, he's ready to fight, and he's amazingly talented. But then in real life, it turns out that Donnie Yen is actually kind of like like a really big braggart, and he's just being like, I'm the great... <laughs> like, it's, kind of, it's like Muhammad Ali playing like, oh, he's on, sc- on screen. He's a hum- it's exactly on screen. He's like a humble guy. I'm not guy. buying it. I've met this guy. He's a dick. That's, but a yeah. lot of people in, in China are like, this guy, like, it's funny that people think he's humble because yeah, he's not. Yeah. But, but really, I, I when I was a kid, I, I was in love with this guy, and I wanted to be like that. There was something to me that really appealed about what was like, it i really want to get good at this thing would it whether it's you know like you know him like every time you're as a kid and you watch an action movie you want to go outside and hit something because you get so like yeah, fired yeah. up and you like watch a star yeah. wars movie and you're like why well, I, I need a lightsaber well, i could do that but, actually you just reminded me that one of mine was jean-claude van damme because i was yeah. <laughs> blood sport and all those things yeah, yeah i was really into like trying to 
do splits. Like, and I got very close, like where I could like measure it with my hand, like be like, like just like a a hand's uh, length away from, uh, or you know, sideways. Yeah. Uh, Like a glass of scotch. Like I'm two. I'm just like two fingers away. Yeah, uh, like four fingers away from touching from my uh, crotch touching the ground to to actually reach that. And that's then, not bad. Yeah, and I did do taekwondo, which yeah. is why it's funny that you said that. But yeah, um, <clears throat> the guys at the gym were always like jealous of my like kicks Your and flexibility. Uh, yeah, and my my high kicks and uh, like they were like. Uh, I'm jealous of your like la, la pitura de gamba, which is like the, your, the the openness of your legs, which is I guess kind of problematic now that I translate it. You're thinking like, oh, back, thank you. But but they they genuinely meant it the way that I, my friend, your legs are very wide. Like, <laughs> Italian wow. is just problematic in general sometimes yeah. <laughs> when you translate shit. Oh, okay. But um, thank you. But yeah, no. So like that was definitely mm-hmm. an idolizing uh, Jean Claude Van Damme I sort mean, of yeah, fascination. You, you see it, and you want to be that. Like, I I wanted to be that guy. Like yeah. I wanted to be the to have the like the hidden talent. Yeah. The hidden thing where the guy who goes to a party, I'm like, oh, I don't know, you get a piano and you're like a virtuoso. <laughs> there's there's always that part that lives in everybody that thinks. You that know like, what? You know. I had an arch teacher in in college teach at uh, read like a Freud quote about the artist, uh-huh. and I think that that is like sort of a thing that like yeah. all artists have, like just this idea of like. Oh no 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 no! There's a genius to to what I can do, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and it's and, and I'm very proficient at this one specific thing. Mm-hmm. And if you just understood it, you would like totally understand me. Kind of. Yeah, where it's like, okay, so that's a complete paraphrase of what Freud said. But no, it's but like, I, I understand what you're yeah, saying because yeah, yeah. people speak in those terms, and then you look at their work. And I'm like, so then you take chicken wire and like mud, <laughs> and like, nah, but if you knew, was rattling around <laughs> up here, <laughs> defensive <laughs> artists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's that's what I wanted, and I want I wanted that in, uh, like to be like a str- like a strong guy. I loved Jim Morrison as a kid. I loved The Doors. Oh, Jesus. not like as a guy, but as yeah. because I wanted to sing, and I, I was grew, like, I grew up yeah. liking him, but as I grew older, I think you and I talked about yeah, this. You're like, I yeah, fucking Jim. hate him. He's, he's officially been canceled many years ago, but I no, he's yeah. just such a lame one. <laughs> like, I, I idolized him as a guy with like a baritone voice who could sing, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. No, I, I I really loved uh, those guys, and then I loved Mel Blanc. Uh, uh, the the cartoon voice. Yeah, because okay. I, I yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. watching Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes, yeah. Just religiously. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so, it was like almost uh, mandatory because it was on all the time. No, I got the, I, that was back when I got to pop in the DVDs and just watch them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I I loved that because I always wanted to. Uh, I was was so jealous of the, his ability to be other people and to be able to just become Bugs Bunny just on a yeah. whim, and I, and I, I love that, and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to be like, you know, I could be standing on the other side of this wall, and I could, you know, people who could do really great impressions or throw their voice, or that's why I love singers as well oh, because so you're they just have telling kind me that like, you were a you know, fucking nerd. <laughs> I, why do you think I was happy when music came along? I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I can nerd out about something that's kind of cool. <laughs> no, my, 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 that's probably why my parents were like, well, I'm glad they found this because otherwise, he's, you know. This is going to be a recluse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. That's what I, that's what I wanted to do. I, I was, I was, my dream was to be, uh, I was wanted to be a voice actor or, or singer or something like that. Well, you have a pretty dominant voice. I mean, I've been listening to it on headphones. Yeah. This I whole like conversation. to dominate. I do like to dominate people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, 
I've tried. It's, no, that's my yeah. word lately. Yeah. Yeah. Where that's that's just your podcast word you've been using is dominate. Mm. No, I it co- goes into my impotence. <laughs> oh well, <all> right. <laughs> not like a phallic, but like just like. So, oh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> it's just like emotional <laughs> sense of impotence in the world and like feeling dominated all the time. Oh well, yeah. 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 We don't have to get into that, though. Hey, you know the it, the world can do that. I that's that, <laughs> that's what the escapism is about. That's yeah. that's why from a young age I wanted to do that because I always felt there there is always a part of you that never feels like you look in the mirror. You're like, I think I got it all. Like yeah. I've I've got enough working parts to make this like function. I've yeah. always felt uh, more comfortable either hiding aspects of that and then they come out just in the right moment so it's like wow i never knew that you could do that and yeah. you, then people can see like turns out i'm actually i'm obviously the yeah. complete opposite because yeah. i have a fucking show where i'm like hey guys look <laughs> at me this is this is the the, the imperfect fuck face i am yeah. <laughs> these, hey these are putting it out there instead of being like have you heard my new song <laughs> No, I be, but this. I mean, you're still young, dude. You're like, you're t- a decade younger than me. I, I, I think that you got to yeah. give yourself a little slack, not to be like mentory and shit, but yeah. um, you're like a decade and, and, and a deuce younger than me. No, you were like, when yeah. I was 14 in 1994, like, yeah, yeah. I, was only, I was only a babe. I was yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. like, so, yeah. I mean, I think that I've never mm-hmm. really been as confident as i've become and part of it is is just is that's what i was saying about Mm -hmm. the exposure thing but i definitely i mean like i talk about it all the time Mm -hmm. i'm not always you well you fucking go network for your job like crazy so that's because i have to yeah that's because i want to (laughs) no i know but that that's that becomes a practice that you get better at yeah you know um like by the time you're my age you're just going to be able to walk into a room and like destroy everybody See, there it is. <laughs> Destruction. No. Dominance is the theme. <laughs> a cower before me. I, I had a really shitty day yesterday. We've talked about it. I'm not going to get into it. No, but, it's all right, man. I, yeah, yeah, but I'm still like, ah, I still got that sting. That sting of being like fucked by the man. <laughs> no, I, people do things to me and I, I think about it. Like, I, I'm sorry yeah. to anybody out there in the world who hears this, but uh you you Steve. always no you always think about the embarrassing things that you do yeah and you and you're like oh i hope that other people don't other people have done embarrassing things in my life that i still think about <laughs> there's i thought about this girl in second grade did this one thing the other day and i was like why did first of all why did that pop in my head <laughs> why did i remember that one girl who like threw up in class in second grade oh but who's na- like, who's, yeah. no i'm saying whose name mm. i don't remember but then it just hit me bigger and i'm yeah, like yeah. people do that with me People yeah. will continue 60 years from now and be like, remember that one time you tripped in public? And like, <laughs> that will always happen. It just, it just, that more comes from just, an anxiety I as opposed to. I think you just like, spend more time with your family than I do. <laughs> I, no, I, I just, I spend more time just in my head, just like thinking, yeah. like, oh, remember that one? Yeah. It's funny, like, you, you have these things just kind of can come into your head in random moments and you think about people. And I, for, for, you know, not lack of trying, I try not to. I, I get off of Facebook and I get off of social media. Like, I only use Twitter these days just to, like, make jokes. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm tired of seeing, uh, I was talking to, I went to this lady at jury duty. I had jury duty this week and it was a real, uh, it was a real doozy first uh-huh. couple of days. But uh, I ran into this woman who, you know, we got, to, we got to talking same county. She's like, oh, I'm from the same hometown. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess her son was in the same graduating class that I always went to the same uh-huh. high school. I never knew him. But Is this a love uh, story? No, no, no. She was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, was from the, the same one. <laughs> I've always been in love with you. 
<laughs> Please. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, she. Uh, it, it, it was funny because then I she, she was saying like, oh, you know, I, I think that your guys' reunion is going to be coming up soon. I guess I guess they're sending out messages on Facebook, and I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not on Facebook. I don't see these things. Yeah. And then my thought was, oh, like, why? Why do I? Why do I? Why do I, I want to see you? Why do you yeah, want to yeah. see me? And be like, oh yeah, I don't. I don't. Because people already already do. I think maybe thirty years ago when you could move, like, you live in Boyle Heights and you can go move to Tarzana and be gone for eternity, as opposed to like yeah. you're not that far away. Where it, it seems now, where I have oh, people who dude, live in my same hometown and they're like, people used to just you know, leave their families in the seventies <laughs> and you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, and go move to the next county and start I a new actually, life. Actually. Um, I don't want to, like, put somebody that I grew up knowing on blast. I'm not going to say who it was, but I Uh knew somebody whose life was fucking devastated because her husband just disappeared. And it was, like, years before Mm -hmm. she figured out. She didn't know if he was dead. She didn't know. Like, it was, like, the ultimate ghosting. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Man, I hate when people ghost. Well, I ghost people. You know that. I ghost people all the time. You ghost me, you you motherfucker. I have a lot of people I'm currently (laughs) ghosting, and I hate it. I don't like it. I'm trying to stop it's a, it's a it, it is if there was a gr- group for that it, yeah. i don't know what it is called i i just reached out to a friend the other day i reached out to two of them yeah one person got back which i'm grateful for the other girl that's fine i'm like no, yeah i but and i said like hey like you know what i know that i do this you also you also live really far from la so it can be really easy to just kind of like you, you you're in simi right yeah, it's Simi, Simi Valley. Simi Valley. so that's like yeah. a fucking hard trek i can see how it's like and then you're you work and you have to network for work. I can see how you get burnt out and don't want to like fucking see people. So like, you know, but, but sending a text message is so easy, man. I know, it is but, so easy. Dude, but sometimes I have a fucking hard time. Like sometimes that. I'm just so burnt out. I can't yeah. like, you know, like I had a, 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 a like it, 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 modern day communications is really difficult, but like in terms of like, um, escapism, that's like like the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to just kind of be a homebody, binge something, and then but then you end up just like feeling like a little hollow because like you are a social animal. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I get that like and yeah. and I mean it's dude like by the time I was your age, I'd probably suffered like so many fucking depressions to begin with. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So like. It just takes a while to, like, kind of level out your chemistry and shit, you know? And, like, in terms of, like, mm-hmm. and know, know yourself well enough to, like, push yourself out of that shit. No, no, no. You know? I, and, and if you're trying, you try. I mean, you're fucking hanging out with me right now. It's, well, I, I do. Well, <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you. I will give you that. But I also have to let you know, Javier, that part of this is I choose to do it. There are yeah, parts yeah. of me that uh, it is all for, uh, I go through cycles right now that it seems it's once every year, year and a half, where I will grow my hair out. Uh-huh. That seems like a normal thing, but I've noticed that when I do that, I will also shift my like my style, the, the clothes that I choose to wear, the things, the activities that I choose, like my lifestyle. Like I like uh-huh. to change it up in a way that's uh, a year from now, I will look and act completely different okay. in a way that's like, uh, it's fun. Do and you, it, it, do it, you it, murder you know, people? Well, not the, not, not the yet. me that it's now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, that's, again, that's like... Uh, it's like method living. It's almost it's a way not, of, It's a fucking uh, makeover that you give yourself, you know? Like, I, I, I see it bored. as a... The I me wish... that I was a year ago, I'm, I'm, 
I almost I looking at pictures three years ago. I was like, I want to get back to that. Like yeah. that Nika was great, and not because it's like oh. I think my life just is so different or, in you know. such a harsh like way on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you're fine. Um, but I told, like, <laughs> well, I, I agree. T- I think that's part of it too, is me telling myself, oh, I'm all right. I don't need it. Yeah. You, yeah. No, but like, but I yeah. think that like, um, I totally get in terms of just like social shit too. I, I fucking go through mad cycles where I don't fucking talk to people. Yeah. at all this show is kind of a fight against that you oh know? yeah yeah you, you're then, opening and, your and, and then sometimes i just fucking i don't feel like texting people and being like hey do you want to be on the show it's such an easy thing to do too like it's just yeah. it's it's part of the human condition man to like sort of just like uh I, we're all born a little nihilist and it's really hard to like you kind of have to like fucking trick yourself into thinking that there's a reason to get up in the morning no i i do and i <laughs> I, I tell you man i the biggest blow that i had recently was i had a pair of, i had a pair of jeans that i've uh-huh. been working on like i'm, I'm really big, i'm really into my denim like i love uh-huh. i had a pair of raw denim jeans from apc that i had saved up for and bought these like 200 dollars jeans that are like mm. these are the best i love them I've been breaking them in for a year and a half, almost two years, and they do like at first it's like wearing like you know a cardboard box because they're so stiff. Yeah. yeah but then yeah. once they break in, they loosen up and they fade. Just like they, they're perfect, they're like so comfortable, and I love them. And I uh, I made the mistake of I like usually do my own laundry at home, but then my mom like texts me like, "Oh, do you want to wash some of your clothes?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it." And so I guess there were two piles of clothes in my room. One of them were clothes I was planning on washing. Other ones were I was going to go donate them because they give clothes at Goodwill. Uh-huh. And one of them, the piles got mixed up. And I guess she came, I came home. She was like, oh, like, I think I accidentally gave away your, your pants <gasps> to Goodwill. And we went back and I looked. I called the Goodwill corporate office. Oh, and told them no. because they have the, the thing over here off of San Fernando Road, like the major like Goodwill. I was like, if these jeans get sent here, you recognize them. Like, I will pay you for these. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, like they're gone. And I'm like, I knew I just knew that they were. Yeah. yeah. I felt like a part of like my soul died with those pants. I was like, no, like because you, yeah, yeah. you work on something for so long. But it's funny how you could. I had so much attachment to those that like I feel very much like a part of me is in that and i've done that all the time like i remember when i, I so had, you, it, you know, don't wash them do you or no do you, you don't because you, you, you break them so in. you're like a fucking true blue like denim head yeah yeah you put them in the freezer and shit i did yeah i put them in the freezer and i would i the first time i i, I soaked an older pair I, I like soaked them in the bathtub with rocks and then you like okay but i I, th- I could see no dude that's like that's a process that you're putting into something and all of a sudden it's like some other motherfucker is paying two dollars for those pants and the, and and they're like perfect but for you not, <laughs> not only that it's just like i'm sitting there you know I'm, I'm sitting there folding a pair of pants and putting it in the, in the freezer and i'm like whatever keeps the dread away <laughs> no it, it, it's uh I, i've had so many different events like that in my life where i look back and i it's 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 funny how it was such a big deal then, yeah. but uh, looking back now, I, I'm connecting the threads. I'm like, oh, it's just image. It's just like that time where I an, ex, an ex-girlfriend gave me lice on accident, okay. and I had really long hair. And that was when I was like, that was it. Like that, that, that time when I had long hair, I was like, that was when I was perfect. <laughs> I had just got it right. And yeah. she gave me lice, and I was like, it, it was so horrible. I had to cut my hair, and I was like, you did this to me. <laughs> uh, really, ex girlfriend. Like, <laughs> no, but it. Uh, 
it, it's yeah. funny back there. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's just hair. Like I, I, you know, go back and forth. Now I go back and forth all the time just because I like to. But I think yeah. it's really because I'm trying to. You're trying to find the best version of yourself, and you try to do things to any opportunity you can. Whether it's I like, hop into a video game or somebody's like, do you want to be in? Uh, I used to act in a couple of friends' uh, projects in and outside of college. I'm like, yes. Like, I don't yeah. I'll always take that because, like, any opportunity I can. Yeah, it's like, learning something new. You want sure. me to wear a wig? You got it. I'm like, I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean your your interest is in, like, uh, is uh, in changing your external experience, not not so much trying new things? Is that what you're saying? I think a little bit. I'm yeah. always open to trying new things, but I also like the idea of... Of uh, taking on personas and whatnot. Yeah, I, I, that's always well, been appealing Well, you also grew up me. out here, too, which is, like, I, I wonder how much that has to, to do with it, because, like, yeah. um, that, is, that, that is a, a thing that's, like, just kind of hard to get away from in L.A. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Well, I think maybe you and I were talking about this one time. Uh, I, think, I think maybe it was me and you about how <laughs> growing up, even ad- in Southern California, like I, you know, even just being adjacent to uh, Los Angeles, where I would, you know, my parents are from, you know, my mom from East LA and everything like that. It, it, it seems to me almost like if I, if my band in middle school and then in high school, like if we do well and people like us, we actually could make it because yeah, we're already here. Because it's accessible, yeah. Yeah, as a, in the same way, I imagine people who grew up in New York where you want to be like, I want to be an actor. I want to be in the theater. It's like, well, you're already here. All yeah. you have to do is make it as opposed yeah. to somebody who, you know, music. I grew up in uh, Dayton, Ohio. And let's say I have a really great music and the music is great. Then it's like, I have, we have to go take this on the road. We got to go to Nashville or we have to go to LA. Whereas I felt like, yeah, maybe you're right. Growing up here, it's like, you know, that mindset is already there of like, I already did half the work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think that that's, like, an interesting difference in culture from, like, where mm-hmm. being, you know, growing up, like, just, like, uh, in Miami. where Because yeah. I, I remember that there was Universal Studios there, and Nickelodeon was a big deal. Universal Studios, Florida Man, going yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon and, and Studios. That, and yeah. that was, like, that almost felt like it was in reach. Like, I could be on Double Dare or some shit, you know, meet Mark Summers. Oh, yeah, Mark Summers is the best. I didn't know if I had gotten that name right, but... I no, no, like, I watched him on a TV show called Unwrapped on the Food Network. Oh, my They show God. you how different candy and food... That was my... I loved <laughs> watching all that food on that conveyor belt, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a dream right there. What's My Thesis is produced by Javier Proenza, who is talking in the third person. Reach out at whatsmythesis at gmail.com and follow us on all social media at whatsmythesis. Don't forget to review and subscribe... And if you donate to our Patreon, this is where I'll give you a shout out and make up what kind of art you make based entirely on your name and nothing else.